G'day and welcome back to the My Peak Podcast, home of holistic development. But today we are here to discuss Australia securing Game 3 of the Australia v India series over in India. Joined here by the great man, Geordie Brown. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm happy to be here, Cameron. It's, like you said, a wonderful time to be talking about the Australia v India series with Australia winning the last match, the third match of the series and what a uh, great game to watch unfortunately it didn't go for very long but i tell you what it was jam-packed in those oh two days and one session wasn't it well we didn't just win the test match we we won it smoked them really yeah, yeah. very convincingly chasing down the 76 runs required in the last innings with nine wickets in hand in not sure how many overs, but not many overs. Travis had finishing 49 not out of 53 balls. That's impressive striking. So Australia finally secure a win in India for how many games was it? I can't remember. We discussed it on the last podcast. The last time India lost in India? Yeah. Yeah, it was in the 20s. It was 25 games or something crazy. Yeah. It was a I lot of games. more. Anyway. Massive W for Australia, and it gives us the opportunity heading into the last test to potentially secure the last game and level up the series. Wouldn't that be massive? It would be massive. After the adversity the boys have had to face with losing the first two, with people going home and injuries to Warner and all this other stuff going on, if the boys could somehow pull out a draw... It's almost like a win. Well, it's a loss to India if we draw. Yeah, it is a loss for India, despite already reclaiming the, what is it, Border Gavaskar Trophy. But it's very exciting because I'm I'm pretty confident we can win this last test. <laughs> well, what, are the, what, what kind of pitch are they going to produce? Can well, before the last there? test, they said that India, well, Rohit Sharma come out and said, if uh, India win this test, perhaps we'll give the Aussies a green seamer for the fourth test. So it'll be interesting what they do. I don't think it will be any greenness to this pitch. India will be out for redemption. I think India are going to be apps. <laughs> they're going to be what's the word I'm looking for? Ruthless is the word I'm looking for heading into this last test. Uh, they copped it in the media over there, losing to Australia, and. I mean, I think personally the writing was on the board. We should have won game two if it wasn't for that session that we unpacked in the last podcast where Australia come out um, playing all those sweep shots. Australia could potentially be 2-1 up in this series heading into the last test. But obviously what's done is done. Australia secure the third test. And uh, let's unpack what happened during that test, Brownie. Yeah, well, there's obviously a few key moments or big moments as there are in any sport that I'd like to highlight and talk about today. And the first one I want to speak about with you, Cam, is Smith being captain and oh, how yeah. much has that influenced our performance and what were your thoughts on Smithy um, captaining the green and gold again? Well, he's a good captain. There's no doubt about that. Once you, once he steps on the field, he's he's got a very astute cricketing mind. There was often... I like the way he rotated the bowlers around throughout this test even after losing the toss and bowling which we'll get to in a minute i think once we're on the field and the way he works with the bowlers and obviously not being a bowler himself um like patty is he's a very good captain i 
I like Paddy as captain still for what he offers both on and off the field and for moving forward with Australian cricket. But having Smith, I think Smith's a brilliant vice captain and a brilliant man to have there when Paddy goes down because he's not going to play. Obviously, this isn't due to injury. This is a personal thing for him back home with his family. But Paddy's going to miss more tests in the future through injury or restings or other things that come up. And Smith's the perfect man to have there as a ready-made replacement to step in in Paddy's shoes when he does miss a test. Yeah, I really like Smithy as a captain. I think personally, I would actually probably still prefer to play under Paddy, but I feel like Smith was exactly what we needed in that test. Someone who shows the emotion, who wears his heart on his sleeve, who shows how hungry um, he is out on the field. And I think it almost took our boys to a new level. It gave an expectation of what um, the other players were hopefully trying to feel on the field and, and replicate on the field. I Every time I looked at Smith, he was so animated, and he usually is, but more so at the uh, more so in this test with him as captain. He was obviously much more aware and making decisions, and his mind was moving a million miles an hour. And I just I thought it was really great to see how hungry he was to win that match, and I think it just came out a little bit more with him as captain. I think everyone uh, sort of just rose to his sort of level as well. Well, he's definitely got a point to prove. He he would want to win this series so bad just for himself as a player as well he said that before this series that beating India in India is the biggest thing that you can do in world cricket as an Australian and like we said that's on the eve of the Ashes series coming up in England too so it's a big statement but I think I agree if I could either beat India in India or England in England I think I'd rather beat India in their home conditions in a test series that the history shows is such a rare feat and it's actually and now it comes to my mind it's only the sixth game australia have won in india in the last whatever so many years 40 years or something so it's a big feat and i mean we predicted that australia would it's the best team we've taken over to india for a long time and yeah getting a bit off topic for smith here but very happy for smith to step in and take the captaincy and win this game three. Just to finish on this point, the question I want to ask you is, do you think we still would have won that game if Paddy was captain? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm going to say no. Bit of controversy. I think really? Smith played more of a role than what we thought. I think his bowling changes were unbelievable. Um, and I just think his emotion, I reckon, took the boys to a bit of a new level. Wow. We won by nine wickets, though. I also think that having Paddy not there probably was a little bit more of a uh, motivation for them as well. You know, like, we've got to make sure we're playing well for Paddy. And yeah. Oh, we said that in the thing, well. but if you're not motivated to play India in India when you're 2-0 down in a series, then you're never going to... I don't think yeah, yeah, no, much I agree. more could do. I still think it would have added a bit of extra motivation, so bit of controversy i'm gonna say no well second thing that i want to speak about is the toss this is the first toss that we lost obviously because patty wasn't doing the toss (laughs) and smitty was so how is that crazy patty misses a test and we lose the toss but uh, how important do you think losing that toss was do you think it played a major role in us winning that test What, what are your thoughts there cam well we've seen actually throughout the series that the hardest time to bat is with a newer ball and the spin is a bit sharper. As soon as the ball gets a bit softer and it's slower turn, batters have been able to... That's where we're seeing the big partnerships strung together, especially 
when India have been batting and it's like we've said, Aksar Patel and Jadeja and Ashwin scoring runs, it's when the ball's old and the spin's a bit slower. So perhaps batting or bowling first, I should say, actually worked in our favour because we got a fresh wicket. The ball was actually spinning, but spinning a bit faster. Mm. A sharper turn. And in saying that, I think India's first innings was was horrendous. They're, Do you know what I'm <laughs> some saying? Some of the shots they played. Yes, the wicket was for a test wicket doing all sorts on day one, but they kind of did what we did in that in the second test where we played a lot of cross-bat shots. They got out cross-bat. I think three of their guys got out trying to cut Lyon or um, Murph. Oh, no, it was Lyon. Three guys trying to cut Lyon and then ball spinning back onto the stumps. I think what's happening is that the team who are, who are batting second are learning so quickly from the first innings. I reckon now f- the first innings of every test, no one's really known how to you know, play on this certain wicket. And each wicket has seemed to have turned more and more and more and more, which means that there's obviously different game plans, different shots, um, different parts of the ground we're trying to access. And I reckon... Like, if you saw the way Rohit Sharma got out, he's run down the wicket and tried to slog one straight over Kuderman's head. Yeah. And then I don't think you saw anyone charge the rest of the series after that. It was like, oh, okay, well, we can't play that sort of shots on these wickets. I just feel like the team that's batted first hasn't had the right plan, and what it's allowed is the the team batting second to be able to learn from the first innings and then then put that into practice. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It definitely... Well, so far, every team, the every team that's batted first has lost. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, there must be something in quick adaptation to learning from the first innings and then implementing that for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a little bit of a few things, but at the end of the day, going into this fourth test, it we come into this series saying you had to bat first, and the toss was going to be a big factor in the game, and it's kind of worked out the other way around but perhaps going into this last test the toss might be a little bit more irrelevant and whether we're batting or bowling first all right the next uh key moment in the test match i feel like we should speak about is the first innings and and kuderman's wickets (laughs) we bagged him a little bit and he's uh he's done what we what everyone i'm sure hoped he would do and and come out and silence a couple of critics after his first test maybe was he silenced critics like five for an india oh look i think Let's not take away like test match five far. It's his second test match. He's in India. It's tough. Um, and look, all the spinners have stepped up at different times, which has been great. Um, but you don't want to put expectation on him that he's expected to take five wickets. Like that's still a a great thing to do, especially you know coming in and and maybe having a little bit of doubt and nerves around. Oh, I didn't bowl that well in my first test. You know, how am I going to go? about at this test and hopefully he had those clear plans in place but I still think it showed some good resilience to come out and don't get me wrong getting a couple of wickets early I know as a bowler builds a lot of confidence for you settle into the game nicely you start to get in a rhythm and feel like you belong there no doubt but I think it was still a tremendous thing for him to be able to come out and I would say a disappointing debut to be able to come out and do what he did and basically win us a test match on the first day yeah yeah I bagged him out I still don't think he's a test test match spinner but in those conditions it suited him with that being said he got Rohit Sharma out but arguably Rohit Sharma got himself out then he got Shubman Gill out who played his first test of the series then he got Shreyas Ira out and then he got uh, two wickets oh he got Ashwin at the end but Ashwin's 
like we've spoken about plenty of times, a batter. And then Umish Yadav. So it's not like he's come out on day one, knocked over Coley, Pajara, Dadeja with good nuts. But at the end of the day, you still got to take your wickets. And he he complemented our other two spinners well in terms of Lyon and Murphy spinning it back into the bat. Um, and him being someone that kind of like slides it in a little bit more like the Indian spinners, obviously nowhere near their capabilities, but... Yeah, I think moving forward, I would, as you said, silence the critics. I don't think he silenced me at all being one of his critics. Well, the other thing is, too, that I applaud him on was he, it, it, it was him or Boland essentially going to play. So he sort of knew that his spot was on the line. And you know, I just think with all the added pressure and the head noise that maybe he was feeling to come out and execute the way he did on day one, I give him some applause for that. Do, like you said, I, do I think he's a test match bowler? I mean... After the last test, I think he's well and truly good enough to play test matches on those sort of wickets. Obviously, I, I mean, he, I don't know how he would go. Obviously, in Australia, I don't know how he would go anywhere else in the world. But in terms of the test matches playing right now, I, I was really happy for him to go out and take those wickets because, again, I mean, even I bagged him a little bit, thought that he was a bit of a donut, really. Um, so I was, no, at the end of the day, I was actually, I, I was really happy for him to take those wickets. And essentially, it did set us up to win the test match. Yeah, definitely. He... Like I said, if he hadn't taken those couple of wickets early, it wouldn't have given Lyon and um, Murphy a crack at Coley. And, well, Deja ended up batting five in this test. Left, right hand. Yeah. So it is play a big role. If, Like we said, the best time to bowl is when it's a bit harder and you're getting that sharp turn. So when Lyon and Murphy are bowling at Coley and Jadeja earlier, it's obviously a big win and having... Uh, Kuhneman knock over those well he got both openers and yeah it does set it up so he did play a role I'm not saying he didn't play a role in the win I'm just saying that uh, in those conditions I think I could play a bit of a role too <laughs> I think you're a bit harsh <laughs> let's talk about our first innings what were your thoughts on our first innings I mean it's obviously really important to take a lead into the second innings and we took a Probably a lead that I wish there was a few more, but well, the tail crumbled quickly again. As yeah, which is you know at the end of the day, it's not easy for our tail to bat in Indian conditions. Yeah. But what were your thoughts on our batters, and what did you think that we learned from our last Test match, and did you see any implementation into our first innings? Yeah, I liked the way Kawar. I've really enjoyed watching Kawaja play in that innings. I actually got to watch us bat. I can't remember. Was it on it? It was on at night time. Yeah, it was on at night time. Three o'clock start, mate. It goes at about 10 o'clock at night. So, yes, it was on at night time. Yeah, yeah. But this particular part of the game where I just got to watch Kawaja bat. And he's an exceptional player, wasn't Kawaja? Mm. Imagine if he didn't get dropped originally, how good he could be right now. Or perhaps he might have been as good. But um, I think he, he sums up conditions so well. He used his sweeps very well to... Um, to the left arm bowlers who were bowling at him as soon as they pitched one on leg stump he would sweep them and then he also pulled out the reverse when they started to get outside the line he played a reverse sweep when he come back the second day and he hit like three fours in the first two overs and the third one was a reverse sweep i've never seen a reverse sweep being hit so hard did you see it Mm. it was such a good shot and unfortunately got out a few balls later but 
he was manipulating the field really well um, back in his attacking shots, but then also, like we spoke about, heading into the test, backed his defense. And he's someone that backed his defense throughout the whole series. And he defends technically very well in those conditions, like we said, gets his pad out of the way, plays in front of his pad rather than um, tucking his bat and pad together. So he can trust his defense for a lot longer than perhaps some of the other guys in our batting order. But I thought he set the... Well, if he doesn't score that 60-odd, we perhaps it's a different outcome. So he set the innings and the test match up for us on the back of taking uh, all 10 wickets on the first day. Yeah, for me, I think we finally stopped worrying about the spin. And we probably identified that a lot of our wickets were the ones that were going straight. And one thing that I really liked in our... or Particularly, I mean, I watched Kawadra and Manus the most. And you said Kawadra, but I found... Manus finally was was playing the line with so much more faith and going, if it spins, well, no big deal. I think finally our batters stopped chasing the ball a little bit with their hands, played the line. It was there to hit the middle of the bat if it went straight, and if it didn't, it ripped past the bat. And Hanscom actually did that really well as well when I watched him bat. So again, there was that trust in that defense, but it was almost like trust in the wicket. Well, if it spins, I'm fine. If it goes straight, I've got the line covered. So... That, for me, that was probably the major difference I saw with us. I, I think we just finally trusted our defense and, and the line of the ball a bit more as well. Yeah, awesome. It's, it was a shame when we got knocked over. Would have At the end of the day, we won with nine wickets to go, but um would have been good, like we've spoken about, for Carey to stick around and get some more runs out of the tail. Carey, in the first test, first innings of the first test, made a... What do you get, like a 36 off 31 balls or something? Lots of reverses, lots yeah. of paddles, lots of sweeps. But ever since, he hasn't... I don't think he's made a score above 10. I think you're right. And, yeah, heading into this last test, I keep saying I'd love to see Carey um, play, take a major role in batting with the tail. Just a 50 partnership yeah, that yeah. really sets up, like, again, an 80 lead yeah, into, yeah. like, a 150 lead. That's right. I get the next point, and I actually want to get to Kerry. I've got him down on my notes here, but Gary, second innings. Oh. Sec, I think that's his second best career figures. Second uh, best? Yeah. Has he taken better than eight for? He's, he took oh, an eight for in eight India, yeah. and it was for, I think, about 10 less runs. But his second innings, he's bowling the best I've ever seen. I think we, we might have both picked him for most wickets in the. No, I picked Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. Um, but Lyon, he's bowling the best I've ever seen him bowl. Murphy, and, yeah. Murphy didn't take any wickets in the second innings. Well, mate, Gary didn't leave any, <laughs> any for anyone else. But what, I, what I'm what i loving about Gary at the moment is when he bowls, his demeanor is yeah, like... a lot of conviction. Oh, he's just so confident. And he's not arrogant. He's, he's not being, you know, over the top in terms of ego. He's just bowling knowing... Okay, if I do what I do best here, I'm going to get these guys out. And, and I'm the senior bowler in this team, and I'm going to lead from the front. And I think even when the other bowlers have done well, Gary's still chipped in with two or three. And then, you know, all of a sudden, Gary got his absolute bag full, and it was just so good to watch. His plans are phenomenal. His consistency is just... He's ruthless, and, he's, mm. and his spin is just so sharp compared to the other two bowlers as well. Well, he's... he's like you said, even when he hasn't taken a bag full, he's still taken... I reckon he's still taking the big wickets in every test. I'm just trying to get... Pretty sure he's got Pajara out every time. 
I think every time well, Pajara has been dismissed in this series... Well, he's had Pajara out twice. Well, Pajara is his most taken wicket, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, and he's had him a couple of times, not reviewed and, and was out too. Actually, speaking about... Oh, Todd Murphy got him in the first test. Since then, Lyons got Pajara ever innings. Speaking about reviews, what's the story with the uh, first yeah, over of the test? Oh, that too. So what's happened was... Mitchell Starks nicked off Rohit Sharma like third ball of the test and like a couple of blokes go up and that was it and then Rohit Sharma comes down taps the wicket and the boys just push the review through to the keeper and say not today and then it goes up on the big screen he smashed it <laughs> so then two balls later Starks hit, Stark hits the top of his pad Kerry runs down and goes what do you reckon and everyone's given it the height crashing into leg stump gone twice in the first over not reviewed well the ball doesn't go over the stumps in india yeah i i couldn't believe it i was like boys what is going on here like i understand we've burnt some reviews in the past but i'm always of the opinion they're there to use like don't go in having none in the sh- like especially in, in india in the shed yeah when yeah. you know that it's not going to go for obviously it's the first over of a test match you're not going to be thinking about the end result too much but you know that it's not going to go for you know, got no got no bat for a day and a half, mm-hmm. so you might as well use them. And but did you see? I didn't see this. The boys were talking about it on Saturday that <laughs> there's a loophole to the um, DRS. Oh, not DRS to when you can use a review. Right. So if you take a stump in, yeah, they have to automatically look at caught yeah, behind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can take the bales off appeal and hopefully old mate goes upstairs. Yeah, and you don't have to use a review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we but got it's not, it's not got out like that. But it's not a loophole unless the umpire goes upstairs. Umpire has to go upstairs. Yeah, but the umpire always goes upstairs. Almost always goes upstairs, yeah. That's genius. Yeah, yeah, it's genius. <laughs> I've thought about that a couple of times, actually. Yeah. The, I do want to talk about talking about stumpings. I want to talk about Kerry, and he's been phenomenal behind the stumps oh, yeah. this series. He's been really, really And I think good. he's... I know, we don't want to go um, without highlighting um, how much of a role he's played behind the stumps. Keeping in... Like, we always talk about how hard it is to bat in India, but keeping in India would be so difficult, and it would be the ultimate test for a wiki. Well, their keeper... Barat or whatever his name is, he's missed a couple of chances. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Oh, I and mean, he's someone that has only played his cricket in India. Mm, he, mm, this mm, is mm. His, his debut in the first test. Mm. So he's like, he had 5,000 shield runs, or not shield, first class runs behind him. So you can think about how much cricket he's played in India. Plenty. And he, um, yeah, he's perfect for the, well, not perfect, but he's, all he's done is playing the conditions and he's struggling a bit and Carey's going over there for the first time in his career. Mm. Still has only... How many tests has Carey played? He's only played... He's played for less than 12 months since Tim Payne exited. So his glove work has just been exceptional and some of the catches he's taken... That one he took... Was it this test or last test that he took down the leg side? Legs, leg side was that? I think it was the second test. Just phenomenal, and they make a big difference in the outcome of a game when your keeper's holding on to every chance and taking the bails at every stumping. It's, yeah, kudos to you, Alex Carey, after I just said you could be getting some more runs and getting our tail to wag. You've done your job with the gloves, that's for sure. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. I think it's important we highlighted him. and Also, Smith took a couple of good catches in this test oh, too. Oh, yeah, the one, one... to get Pajara. Down leg side, yeah. phenomenal. He's... Yeah, that was sharp. And wasn't he happy about it? Yeah. He even told himself it was a cracker. You come down the wicket to the boys in slow motion, you read his lips going, what an absolute ripping catch or something. That's brilliant. <laughs> He's pumped himself up. Should be up more there. of it. 
The last thing I want to speak about in the um, most recent test is our second innings batting. Oh, yeah. I was so nervous. Oh, yeah. I was too. I think it's 75 or we could yeah. limp across seven or eight down here. Might be close. Well, but I think it was either going to go one or two ways. We're either going to do what we did, chase it one or two down, or India were going to win. Well, I, I don't a- think we would have chased it six or seven down. I think if India got our top order, it would have been very hard for our middle to lower order to get us over the line. And I was bullish on Travis Head scoring 100, and unfortunately <laughs> we didn't have enough to chase because he was going to score 100 in that second innings. Is he the one? Who did you tip to score 100 this year? Yeah, test? Trav. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Trav's just a player. He's... I love him opening the batting for Australia. I don't know if he's our solution long-term, but in India, it's just so great to have him opening the bat and um, to go at the clip that he did. And he actually started a little slow, and then he really got into his work, and yeah, he just got the job done for the boys. And Marnus did Marnus things and you know supported down the other end with an awesome 30. Like 30s and 50s in India are just, you know, they're 70s and 80s in Australia. Yeah, and, you got to, um, I, I must say, I was thinking about this the other day listening to a bit of the great cricket podcast you got to hand it they didn't talk about this but this is what i was thinking about you got to hand it to the selectors they were kind of giving it to selectors leaving out travis head but they also as soon as they made the mistake they corrected it and the next test match head was back in that side it could have been easy for the just an egotistic decision yeah, stick with their tactic of the horses for courses let's play our guys at a better spin but after that first test, they straight away went back to Travis Head. He batted five in that first innings, and then Warner went down with that fractured arm, and he opened in the second innings, and then opened in the last test. So, like, I'm glad he's opening the batting. I think, like I spoke about when he got left out of that first test, I would have liked to see. I wanted to see him open and Uzi play in the middle order, but obviously when Warner went down, it was just the perfect opportunity for Travis Head to take that opening role and come hard in the first as the ball is new but also be a set batter when the spinners come on and we saw what he did to well it was weird that India were actually bowling really well and he couldn't really get them away and then they they changed balls for whatever reason why did they change balls <laughs> oh because Ashwin thinks he can do whatever he wants and then they got a new ball and Travis had just pongoed it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah to try to Travis to chase it 76 down like we said i think it could have gone one or two ways and 49 not out off 53 balls it's yeah it's class batting for fourth innings runs even though it was still only the you know start of day three it's yeah well class if, above well if um if bancroft wasn't scoring all the runs he was scoring i'd say travis head would be our next opener because i think it's easier to find a middle order batter than an opening but bancroft's just banging runs so not a hundred. I don't want to see Travis Head open in England, though. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think he needs to bat five back to where. Yeah, I want to see. Who does Bancroft open with Kawaja in England? Oh, if you're being serious, yes. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Because like. at the end of the day, if you want to go off Warner's form, not just of the last 24 months, but the last time he opened the batting in England, <laughs> we, well, we, may as well, now. we may as well have nine wickets. What does. So Australia have just qualified for the World uh, World Test Championship, I think that's what it's called. That is what it's called. And India are currently sitting second on the qualifying list. It's going to be played in England. At Lords. Correct. It always gets played at Lords now. Well, not now, it's only just started. But can that be David Warner's last test? Well, 
I think Ricky Ponting actually summed it up beautifully. He said, if I was Ricky Ponting, I would have retired at the end of the Australian summer. If I was Dave Warner, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, he just scored 200. And well, he, everyone. It was the fairy tale farewell. He would, have, he would have got to finish in front of his home crowd in Sydney, and he could have just, you know, quietly gone out the back door. But again, like, you're playing for your country, and it's in your hands. Of course he wants to go to India and, and try and win over there and then play the Ashes, no doubt. I mean, I don't blame him for playing on. I just think now he's almost forcing the selectors to push him out rather than go out on his own terms. Yeah, I don't think that bothers him, though. It may I not. think. I, I really don't think it does. Like, I think for him it was an opportunity to prove everyone wrong, which, like we've spoken about, is when he's scored his most runs and played his best cricket. So heading over to India and then England, it was a chance for him to... He would have seen it as, A, I'm playing for my country, I don't want to do anything else, but B, if I can go over there, score some runs... I could retire as one of the great Australian openers, and he still will. Oh, definitely will. But it would have been a new level. He would have been... He could have arguably... If he dominated India and England, not that I don't think he ever was going to, he could have retired as the best Australian opener of all time. All right, well, let's um, let's quickly move on to next, next test predictions and um, see how we go for this um, for this test in terms of what it's we think is going to happen. It's very exciting. I think India are going to make some changes to their side. I think, um, I think we're going to see a few of their one-day team played in this fourth test. Mm. I reckon they'll go back to um, what's his name, Sky, whatever mm. his name is, the guy that bangs him in the ODI, Kumar, Sky Kumar. I think he will come back into the side, and it's heading into an ODI series as well, so it works well for them. And um, yeah, I think he will bat like five, and I don't know if they'll stick with. Um, Ira, I've, yeah, they could even go to the other keeper, Ishan Kishan, as well. He's a very attacking uh, ODI banner. I reckon they're going to come hard. They're going to come real hard in this test. And off the back of that, I reckon it works into Australia's hands. I, I think really it does do. too. Oh, I think it does too. I think the harder they come at us, the better for us, I think. Our bowlers are probably too good for them to go super hard, and the conditions are probably um, not in the favour of them going super hard. And I think, if anything, we've developed more trust and more patience um, in the last test, and I think that's going to be crucial. India could let their egos get the best of them here and go, well, we're not going to let that happen again. Let's just blow them out of the park, really turn it on. And I think if they do do that, like you said, Cam, it could really fall into our hands. I so badly wanted to predict Australia in the last test but I actually still predicted India to win but I'm really glad to see Australia win I think off the back of that I think we will win the next test and I think we're <laughs> going to cool, I think we're going to draw it up I think we will do it I think Smith is captain I think winning that takes so much confidence gives us a blueprint too yeah Paddy's confirmed that he won't be back for the fourth test yeah so I just think now with that momentum I reckon we take it in and, and we draw it up and it's like a win for us and a loss for India. I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to win the last test match. It would be massive. After everything that people spoke about after that second test, Australia this, Australia that, if we are to come home, or well, we're staying there for an ODI series, but if we are to level up to all, that's just... It'd be one of the best results. Like, it's crazy. If we... There's not much talk about how good Australia are going at the moment. A lot of talk about how disappointing they've been how excited was everyone when australia like the last ashes series in england 
we didn't win the series. We drew drew the series to all. Mm. This is going to be the same if we do win. It's still a lot of work to do. If we were to win this, it's the same result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is in India compared to England. Yeah. And like we've spoken about, this is the best Indian bowling attack. Yeah, their batting order has been um, underwhelming, but our bowlers have also bowled really well. Um, so, yeah, it's something I think if we are to level this up, it's one of the greatest achievements the modern Australian cricket team's done, even though it's not a win. A draw is, yeah, it's, it's an outstanding achievement and something we'll take a lot of confidence into as we take on England, baseball in England. All right, well, so who are you predicting? I, I'm predicting Australia too. Nice. All right, well, let's go. This is, if Australia win, I get my prediction right before the first test. Yeah, you did say two yeah. all. And I said, I said England, England, Australia. No, I didn't actually. I said, sorry, we'll I'll take the that second. back. I said we'd win the second and third and India would win the fourth. All right. Well, who's going to lead? Who's going to be the leading run scorer in the next Test match? I'm, I'm sticking with Trav. I think Trav's heavy. I think he's figuring it out. I'm going Kawaja. Yeah, nice. Two good picks there. Yeah. I think two we'll, openers. I think we'll battle it out. I still think Manus or Smith have a big score in them. Yeah, Manus is so close to it. A, a big, big, score. big score. And um, but I think Trav's going to get. I think Trav's going to get it done. I think one of our men will score a hundred in the next test. I'm really liking our team heading into this last test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I I really think we're all hitting our straps. We obviously didn't have any practice matches, and I feel like now we've we've really come to uh, know know the conditions. We've got some really good plans set in place. We're being more patient. We're trusting, and we're knowing when to attack. And I think we're going to see a big score from one of our men in this test match. And I'm still backing Trav to do it. Yeah. I'll- just going through it, I'm really liking our batting order now. Like Head, Kawaja, Manus, Smith, Hanskin, Green, Carey. I'm I'm bullish that we'll win this second, or not second test, we'll win our second game and level it up to all. I like it. All right, leading wicket taker. I mean, I've been all over him from day dot. I thought Gary would be the leading wicket taker in the series, and it, it is heading that way. I don't know how him and Jadeja are battling it out. I don't know the wicket count, but it'd be very, very close, and I'm backing him to again spin us to pretty much victory in the last test i think he will be the leading wicket taker i actually think he'll take five from both innings yeah well, let me get up i'll try and get up who's leading the wickets for the series it's Good. definitely out of jadeja and um and lion i think jadeja took 11 or 12 in a test in the second test match i think so but yet again, Gary took 11 in the last test match. So it's no, going to be... Yeah, taken 21 and Lyons taken 19 and then Ashwin 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. And then a big gap back to Murphy with the 11. Murphy's only taken 11. I thought yeah. he took a few more. Well, that. the thing about Murphy that he, no matter whether he takes wickets or not, he's always going to be applying so much pressure and wickets will come at the other end because of that. He His economy rate was under two in the last test match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just... Gun, it's phenomenal. And um, it doesn't have economy rates on here, but... But Jadeja's taken 21 wickets, an average of 13. Lyons taken 19 wickets, an average of 17, or basically 18. And, yeah, they've got strike rates. Don't know why they don't have economy. Well, basically, our prediction is going to come down to if we win this test match, you would think that Lyon will lead the wickets. You yeah. would think that. So. Oh, yeah. Indi- like, the last test Jadeja took... What did he take? He took the first four wickets in the... I think he took fourth up, and then he took... 
uh, who who got Kawaja out? Yeah, he was... took the first four wickets in the first innings, but then didn't take any more. And then yeah, Ashwin got yeah, Kawaja in yeah, the first over. Exactly. So, well, look, it's gonna it's gonna be a very exciting Test match, nonetheless. Starting on Monday, I think it starts Monday. Um, so we're still no, it starts in two days. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, starts on Thursday. Um, Can you double check that? Yeah, the ninth it starts. Oh, okay, excellent. Well, that's very exciting. It's only around the corner. Then I thought it was maybe it finishes on Monday. Maybe that's yeah, yeah. Starts on the ninth. Beautiful. All right. Well, we're not far away. Let's just before we go pick our player of the series. Oh wow, I'm gonna have to go with Gary. Over Jadeja. Yeah, yeah. If if oh no, Jadeja scores so many runs. Yeah. Look. Uh, this like yeah, it's probably going to be Jadeja, but a little smoky if we win the last test. I think Gary takes five for in both innings. Jadeja only takes a couple of wickets. <laughs> That's a big call. Gary finishes close to thirty wickets in the series. Yeah, and Jadeja only finishes with twenty three or twenty four. Well, that's only Jadeja's going to take more than two or three wickets. Is he though? He only took four in the last test. Yeah. I so you never, ever, ever, ever know, Jugsy. Yeah, I, I don't mind the Nathan. Ly- if Nathan Lyon takes ten for. Which is every chance. Yeah, yeah, because he, then he would, he would have got three points last game, three points this game. Don't know if he would have snagged any points in the second test. But, yeah, I'm going to tip Jadeja. Just, I think he can take some more wickets. <laughs> you say that, but I reckon he is the best all-rounder in the world at the moment. Oh, definitely. I think he's been the best all-rounder in the world for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anyone better than him, man, especially if you're taking in all three facets. Like, the bloke's one of the best fielders in the world. Yeah, and all three formats, too. Correct. So, look, if yeah, he is the definition of an all-rounder. All three formats, all three facets, and pretty much dominates all three. So. Yeah, and... He's also someone that is obviously more successful in India, but when they played out here, Australia in India played in Australia last time, I was so scared of Jadeja. Oh, yeah. Who isn't? He Walked around out, with his bloody full head of hair, his ponytail. Doing his samurai sword celebrations yeah, where yeah. he gets 50 off 25 Walks balls. into the crease and just lobs it up, left arm orthos and <laughs> boom, viper. <laughs> I love how he just, like, he walks back to his mark. I was watching him very closely in that last test, and he just stands right next to the umpire, just trots in. This looks like he's flicking it out in the backyard to his little 10-year-old son or something. And it revs. And then bang. <laughs> <laughs> and it revs, or it drops, or it slides. It's so good to watch. I think... He's if, probably in my top three favorite cricketers. Yeah, if, I was just about to say, if he was an Aussie... <laughs> Wouldn't you be all over him? <laughs> yeah, Could yeah. you imagine? He, he I'd would love be, to support him as an Australian. He'd be so loved in, in India, oh, especially oh, yeah. by females too. Yeah. It's a good-looking oh, okay. rooster. He's <laughs> got it all going for him. Anyway, enough about Jadeja. <laughs> um, good luck to the Aussies in the next test. I think we're going to get done and i think it's going to be yeah one it, it already has been one of the greatest series to watch um and we'll go down hopefully with a bit of history having a draw over there and i i think we can do it yeah it's hopefully this uh, last test will be something that we're comparing future teams to in the coming years but we'll catch you next time on the my peak podcast